Hello again, everybody. This is Damien from the Language Caster team, and you're listening to the Learn English Through Football podcast. We hope you're all well and keeping safe wherever you are. And as you may know, the Language Caster team has decided to follow some of the matches being shown on FIFA.com in their World Cup at Home series. We've already looked at the match between Spain and the Netherlands from the 2014 World Cup. This week, we take a look at the quarterfinal match between the Netherlands and Brazil from the 2010 World Cup in South Africa. We start off by looking at some of the background to the match, and then we look at some of the words and phrases used to describe the game itself, including the cliché game of two halves. We wrap up with a review of what happened in the rest of the 2010 tournament. Você está escutando languagecaster.com. Background. This was the first ever World Cup to take place in Africa, and it was the first tournament for many years that I watched while in London, which meant that as South Africa is only an hour ahead in time zones, I was not watching games late into the night. Of course, I was disappointed that Ireland had not made it. They had been beaten by France in a playoff in a controversial manner. I'm still angry about it. But I remember that I organised my holidays in such a way that I was able to watch every game throughout the tournament. Great days indeed. There were some shocks early on in the tournament. Both finalists from four years previously failed to make it out of their respective first round groups. The French went home in disgrace after losing to both the hosts, South Africa and Mexico, while the holders, Italy, also finished bottom of their group, which saw Slovakia and Paraguay qualify. Two Asian sides made it to the last 16, Japan and South Korea, with only one from Africa, Ghana, while the USA topped their group, pushing England into second spot. The world also got to know the Jabulani and the Vuvuzela, two rather controversial aspects of the tournament. The Jabulani was the unloved World Cup ball, and the Vuvuzela was that really annoying noise. What we thought would happen. Well, in our quarter-final preview, we felt that this was the pick of the last eight matches, and despite Brazil being favourites, we thought the Dutch might overcome them. This is what we said. Both teams are in very good form, with the Dutch on a national record run of 23 games unbeaten. But it's generally felt that Brazil have better discipline, organisation and more match winners in their team than Holland. True, the Dutch have Schneider, Van Persie and Robin, but Brazilian fans point to Robinho, Fabiano, Maicon and Kaká. Despite these top players, however, I'm going to go for Holland, partly because I feel the pressure on Brazil, and particularly on Dunga, is simply too heavy for them to bear. I also feel that the Dutch have one good game in them, and this could be the one, while Robin looks very impressive. And I feel if he or one of his teammates scores first, then it'll be very interesting to see how Brazil cope. 2-1 to Holland for me. Nice predictions. 2010 World Cup quarter-final, Brazil versus Netherlands. Well, if ever a game was one of two halves, then this was it with the Brazilians starting well and scoring early. A through ball cut open the Dutch defence, which Robinho latched on to sweep home after only 10 minutes. 
The Dutch barely threatened, and when they did, the Brazilian defence ruthlessly stopped Arjen Robin, who was repeatedly fouled by Michel Bastos. At halftime, there appeared to be only one winner. But 10 minutes into the second half, the Brazilian keeper, Julio Cesar, came for a Wesley Snyder cross and missed it. He flapped at the ball and it hit the head of his teammate, Felipe Melo. Suddenly, Brazil were at sixes and sevens and were not playing the way that their coach and former World Cup winning captain, Dunga, wanted them to. That is, disciplined and organised. And 15 minutes later, they were behind. After one of the smallest players on the pitch, Schneider, headed home from within the six-yard box. Ten minutes after that, Brazilian midfielder Felipe Melo was sent off for a stamp on Robin. And the ten men of Brazil never really looked like coming back after that. In fact, the Dutch could have extended their lead in the final minutes, but for some poor finishing. The favourites for the tournament were out, and the Dutch moved on to the semi-finals. What happened next? The Dutch faced Uruguay in the semi-final and comfortably beat the South American side 3-2 to qualify for their third World Cup final, this time against Spain, who were playing in their first final. Now, the final was one of the dirtiest ever played, a game littered with fouls, which saw 14 yellow cards and one red for the Netherlands defender Heitinger. Although the midfielder Nigel de Jong was lucky not to see red after a very high tackle on Xavi Alonso in the first half. The two sides played two very different styles. The Dutch were happy to sit back, to sit deep is another way of saying this, and hoped the pace of Iron Robin on the counter-attack would pay off. Definitely not the total football introduced by Cruyff and his teammates in the 1970s. The Spanish played their typical possession-based game, though didn't really have a cutting edge up front and had to wait until late in extra time for the winner, courtesy of Andres Iniesta, four minutes before the game would have gone to penalties. Though a deserved winner of the tournament, Spain won all their knockout games by 1-0, suggesting that they weren't the free-flowing side of previous years either, although they went on to retain the European Championship title two years later to cap a remarkable six-year domination of world football. Until, of course, the Dutch exacted some form of revenge in Brazil 2014. That's it for this World Cup memory. We'll be back with another review of a World Cup classic match next time round. We'll be looking at the 1986 last 16 match between Brazil, again, and France from Mexico. Before we go, don't forget that you can contact us here at LanguageCaster via our various social media platforms. That's Facebook's Learning English Through Football, Twitter, Pinterest and Instagram. Spread the word, ask a question on our forums, uh, make a suggestion, uh, let us know what you remember from the Spain-Netherlands final or drop us an email at admin at languagecaster.com. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.